Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. Hi, I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. You can find links to all the fics I talk about today and a link for FicRex on my bio on Tumblr. And my Tumblr is also linked on my Twitter account as well as my coffee account. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. So this is episode 24. I'll be talking about all the One Direction fics I read in April 2021. And I am going to change the format of the podcast just a little bit. So it'll be in three parts, I guess you could say. First, um, I'm going to talk about all the fests that posted this month and which ones will post next month, which I've been doing for a while now. And then I'll do all my fic recs, including reading aloud a passage from one of the fics. And then the new segment's going to be going over all the new fics from the past month that were submitted to the blog 1D Monthly Fic Roundup, which is a blog I run with Mercurial Madhouse, and I talked about it on last month's episode. Um, if you haven't checked out that blog, you really should, because you'll find all new fics that have been posted on AO3 over the past month. And if you're a writer with a new fic, don't forget to send it to us, and we'll reblog the fic post as well as add it to our monthly roundup that we are publishing on the 28th of every month, which is the same day this podcast comes out, as well as my monthly fic rec. So let's check out what fests are going on right now. This month, the One Direction Big Bang began posting, which, if you weren't aware, is our longest running fest dating back to 2013. Fun fact. <laughs> In that fest, um, all fix have to meet a certain word requirement that's generally a lot longer than most fests. And I believe this year's word requirement was 25,000 words. And each fix also accompanied by artwork done for the fic. Um, next month, the Big Bang's going to continue to post. And also the 1D ABO Fic Fest will start posting in May as well. And as always, you can find links to all the fests that I mentioned on Lou and Has AF's blog on Tumblr. And now for the fic recs. As always, I'll start with the longest word counts, work my way down. I have 15 fics to talk about, and I read so much this month, more than I've read in a really long time. Um, it, I only have 15, but I read quite a few longer ones this month. There are a few short ones, but um, so if you're here for some short ones, I, I do have some short ones on the list, but... Yeah, I read a lot of words this month. So the first fic I have today is called You Make Love and Fun. It's by Homa Socially Yours. It's rated explicit and it's 109,000 words. The summary says Harry is a 28-year-old travel writer at a gay magazine who gets the assignment to go on a lesbian cruise. She figures it's a nice chance to have some fun in the sun and she's not expecting much else even if her partner and best friend are both encouraging her to hook up with someone while she's there. When she locks eyes with a gorgeous silver fox from across the room, she starts to think she could have been wrong. There are lots of things standing in the way of anything real happening with her and Louis, but that doesn't stop them from falling for one another. True love isn't always easy, but they do make love and fun. So this fic was written for last year's Big Bang, and... 
it does include some amazing art from Stella Lulas. So make sure to check that out, first of all. Um, this is a girl direction fic where all the characters are women. And as you can tell in the summary, there is an age gap between Harry and Louis, which definitely has an impact on the story in some ways. So it's kind of an important point. The fic was actually inspired by a BuzzFeed article that mirrors certain aspects of the fic. And it's super interesting to check out. It's linked in the author's note at the beginning. I actually chose not to read it until after I'd read the fic just because I wanted like all my impressions to come from the fic and not the article, but you could definitely do that the other way around too. But I think what stuck out the most to me about this fic was Harry's character development. You really get to see how Harry is at this crossroads in her life and how she chooses what's right for herself and she just stops letting life happen to her. And there's really well-written strong friendships in the fic with Harry's best friend Zane, who's back at home, and then with some of the people on the cruise, in particular Niall and Lissa. Um, there's so many great side characters in this one. They're used really well. They all have like their own point to being there. And while it's definitely a love story, definitely has romance where Harry really feels like herself in a relationship, which is kind of part of her character development. It really is the story about how Harry has had this catalyst that led to her making huge changes in her life for the better. And I really did love this beautiful love that springs up between these two people who just have this amazing connection. And there are a lot of really fun moments in the fic too. I mean, it's a cruise vacation kind of fic. So really there's just so much going on in this fic. It's just a must read. If you read Girl Direction, I would say this is a must read fic. Okay, so this next one's actually three fics that make up a series and it's two Larry fics with a Zeum in between in this, in this series. And um, the first fic in the series is called A Distant Hazy Light and it's by Green Feelings on Tumblr. And her AO3 is green underscore feelings. It's read and mature, and it's 76,000 words. The summary says, life's pretty ordinary for Harry. He lives with his best friend, got into university just like he's planned, and manages to support himself just fine for an unbonded Omega. If he sustains that lifestyle by getting paid to help alphas through their rut every now and then, that's nothing to be hung up on. Until he's hired by an alpha that turns everything upside down or Harry's working on taking Louis' walls down until he builds his own up. Okay, so if you have been on my blog at all lately, you have seen that I basically can't shut up about this fic series. So it was a work in progress all last year, and I had decided I was going to wait to read it until it was done, and then it just kept getting longer and longer and longer, and I was like, oh God, am I ever going to be able to pick this fic up? But I finally did, and wow, just, just wow. I have so much to say about this series. Okay, first I'm going to just talk about the actual fic, though. So <laughs> this is an ABO fic, obviously, where Harry's in university, but in order to pay for it, he helps Alphas through, his rut, through their ruts. And in the beginning of the fic, he meets with Ollie, who's um, Louis' assistant, 
And Louis an alpha who runs this music label and he's just very successful and it's explained in the fic, but it comes down to him needing someone to help him through his rut. And he's gone about it in kind of a clinical way. Obviously, if he's in contact with someone like Harry who's hired out for things like this, but Louis has a really hard time with this concept in the first place. And since it's in dual point of view, you're really understanding how Louis thinks about things versus how Harry sees things. And there's this very oddly strong, immediate connection between them that Harry acknowledges right away to himself, but it's a lot harder for Louis to accept this. And then right when you think things are going to work out, I mean, this is 76,000 words. You think it's going to work out? No, it all goes to hell. <laughs> so this is sort of the, just the gist of this first part. And when I say I was so overwhelmed, I, I just really mean it. I had to stop multiple times reading this fic and just like yell at my friend who had already read it because I was just dying. And it was so intense that I just, I kept finding myself taking breaks to just like breathe. Anyway, so this is like the slow burn of all slow burns. So next it turns to the second part of the series, which is actually a Xeomphic. So I'll read you the summary. Um, the Xeomphic is called A Dim and Airy Spark. It's rated explicit and it's 49,000 words. And of course, Xeom is Zane and Liam. So the summary says, Zane's worked hard to become CEO of his own music label, a position that's rare for Omegas in an alpha-dominated world. It's not always easy to get people's acceptance and respect, but Zane makes it work with the help of his best friend and business partner. When they sign new pop sensation Liam Payne, none of that seems to matter anymore, and Zane has to face some of his greatest fears and open up old wounds. Or it has taken Zane 10 years building his walls up, but it takes Liam no time to rip them all down. Okay. So again, this is dual point of view. So we're really getting into the heads of the characters here. Uh, like it said, Zane's running this music label with Louie. And they have this really great, strong friendship that they built that just has a lot of respect between them, which is kind of cool. Um, and then Liam enters their lives as this new singer, there's just definitely something more going on and we find out all these secrets they've been keeping um, that they've both been carrying around for 10 years and okay I just really want to talk about these characters though Liam was just so lovely and caring and wonderful and he kind of needed to be that in order to gain Zane's trust um I don't want to give away too much, but which just really makes sense when you find out more about Zane's past. And I just really loved seeing and understanding Liam's nature as an alpha because he really wasn't a typical alpha. And we really got to know his backstory about why. And of course, we do see Harry and Louis muddling through their own stupid lives <laughs> without each other as Zane and Liam are finding their way back to each other. It's just, I really loved it. I mean, I started reading Zium Fix last year, I want to say. Um, but I just, I mean, I adore this fic. Um, it definitely is not one I think you can skip. I had that question come up on my blog. Um, 
and I mean, I just really would suggest not skipping it. it. Obviously, it wouldn't make sense for the Harry and Louis part because you're going to miss out on like that time frame. But I just think if even if you just read the first part, I think you'll be really in love with that ZM subplot and you'll want to keep reading more about it. Okay, so the third part is called A Vibrant Golden Fire, and it's rated explicit, and it's 89,000 words. Okay, the summary says, life's pretty ordinary for Harry. He lives with his best friend, got into university just like he's planned, and manages to support himself just fine for an unbonded Omega. So this is kind of like the first part of the summary. It will change in a minute. If he sustains that lifestyle by getting paid to help alphas through their rut every now and then, that's nothing to be hung up on until he's hired by an alpha that turns everything upside down. Or Louis and Zane run a music label. Liam is Britain's up-and-coming pop star. Harry's working on taking Louis's walls down until he builds his own up. And Niall holds them all together without realizing he does. Okay, so we get part three, which is the longest of the three parts. And this is where we get, you know, a resolution here. <laughs> but of course, it's not that easy. It's 89,000 words to get to the resolution. <laughs> so slow burn. Um, in part one, Louis, at the end of part one, he has made this huge mistake, which is so much worse than you think it's going to be because you can sense that things are going to happen. You know bad things are going to happen, but you're just still not prepared for like how bad it's going to be. Anyway, so in this one, Harry makes some pretty disastrous decisions and his actions, they make sense for him, but they obviously are not fair to Louis. So you're really seeing these characters, these really intense characters, make some really poor decisions, <laughs> which is honestly so fun for me to read. Um, it just gives the story so much conflict to work with. And But don't worry, because the other characters definitely do not let Harry or Louis off the hook for their behavior. Um, she did talk about Niall. And yeah, I mean, Niall is throughout the fic he's harry's best friend um and so he has a big role in the fic as well as a side character and he i just loved him he was just such a fun character and i think with how intense the other characters are it's good that we have at least one character that's less intense um and he's he's really one of the voices of reason in the fic you you get some of the friends and i said ollie was really the voice of reason in this fic too um no one listens <laughs> to the voices of reason but they're there they're there okay so i, I just keep rambling on but i just want to say this is my favorite green feelings fic and i know how popular her other fics are and the amnesia fic I know is a lot of people's favorites. Um, so not everyone's going to agree with me, but I just feel like she took so many risks writing this fic and it's just clear how much she challenged herself to write in this new genre for her. And I just think it's spectacular. I think all the risks paid off. Um, I was so hesitant to start a fic series this long, but I honestly could not get enough of it. The pacing was incredible because you just, wanted to keep going 
There wasn't anything that felt unnecessary on or uninteresting, which I can hardly believe because when we're talking about like 200,000 words and it felt like there was no filler, um, it was just such a page turner. And it was a fic that I honestly mourned the end of because even though it was so long, I could have just kept living in this universe. Um, so just definitely, definitely one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> Am I, am I done rambling about the, that fic series? Yes. Okay, I'm going to move on. The next fic on my list is called Feeling Borrowed, Always Blue, and it's by False Goodnight. It's rated explicit, and it's 68,000 words. The summary says, Louis' own heartbeat picks up, eyes widening right as Dr. Zoyansky hits a button, and the unsteady pattern of thumps echoes into the room. His breathing hitches, eyes watering as the rhythm seeps into his insides and reverberates in his mind. A heartbeat. He doesn't register the tears at first, eyes fixed to the screen and vision blurring. The situation seems insane. Here he is, 24 years old, sitting in the examination chair and listening to the heartbeat of his future child, clutching the worn material of his changing gown with pale fingers, one of which is weighed down by a gaudy engagement ring. And most noticeably, he's entirely alone. It's just him in the room with his doctor, experiencing one of the most groundbreaking, life-changing moments of his entire life, and he's all alone. Or Louis has been dreaming of his wedding since he was young. He just never expected it to happen like this. Oh, exes to lovers. How I love exes to lovers. <laughs> this fic was written, I believe, for the bottom Louis Fic Fest, and it came out earlier this year. And it is such a dramatic, heartbreak-filled fic. Just the kind of hurt that I just love to read in an exes to lovers fic. And it has so many complications to overcome. So Louis pregnant by a fling with a coworker and Harry has been out of his life for years at this point, but this co-worker is not just any co-worker. No, no. This co-worker is the son of the founders of the fashion house that Louis designs for. And so he ends up coerced into this engagement with this man. And he is not happy about it, but he has definitely been backed into a corner because of his career. And this marriage is being fast-tracked so that it can all be finalized and they can be married before the um, pregnancy is announced. And so the wedding planner that gets hired and called in to plan it all in a month is, of course, Louis' ex who broke his heart, Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, poor Louis. He's so stressed. He's got so, so much to be stressed about. And he is trying to keep these secrets and frankly he's terrible at keeping the secrets and um i mean some of it's out of his control but oh god there's just so much drama happening here and just when you think louis drama couldn't get worse then harry goes and like pulls this super dramatic stunt it's so good so if you enjoy access to lovers drama this is so the fic for you i absolutely loved it the next fic I have is called Little by Little, and it's by Absolute Nonsense on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Nonsense Darling. It's rated explicit, and it's 65,000 words. The summary says Harry Styles is an Omega who works at the London Planetarium, 
has lived in the same flat for ages and is happy enough on his own. When he gets home from his first horrible attempt at dating in years, a new pregnant neighbor knocks on his door after smelling his cooking. He and Louie quickly become close, but their friendship gets complicated when Harry begins questioning who he is and what he likes. Or Harry discovers figuring out who you are is more complicated than a potato metaphor. Which that'll make sense later when you read it. <laughs> so this is an Omega Omega AU that was written for the Omega Harry Fic Fest. And I'm a huge fan of non-traditional ABO fix, so I was super intrigued by this one. And I really enjoyed this writer's fix before, so I was pretty excited to read this. Um, there was such amazing buildup for the relationship in this fic. They really do become best friends during the fic. And for much of the fic, Harry really doesn't realize that his feelings for Louis could even be more than friends or friendly. Um, and Louis's pregnant and doesn't really think anyone would be interested in him while he's pregnant anyway. And that just really opens the door for these two characters to spend all their time together without realizing that they're falling in love. And I just loved seeing the genuine care that they had for each other long before either of them thought a romance was possible between them. And everything just built little by little, just like the title says. And it's just a really lovely fic, really some good emotional moments, and then pining, and oh, it's just amazing, really good. The next fic I have is called Too Young to Know. It's by Two Tide Ships 2. It's rated mature, and it's 35,000 words. The summary says, Louis blinked awake and quickly wiped the tears from his eyes. This was the second morning in a row he had woken up after dreaming about Harry. Babe, what's wrong? Eric asked as he held Louis tighter in his arms. Louis liked being the little spoon except for when he'd rather be holding someone else, which were the past two days, or the one where Harry doesn't present as an alpha until he does. So I actually got the opportunity to read some of this before it posted, and I was really excited to get to read the conclusion of everything. And as I said before, I love Exes to Lovers, so this was definitely my kind of fic. And it's also ABO with Alpha Harry and Omega Louie, which is really at the crux of why they broke up in the first place, because Harry was or thought he was a beta when they were together and broke up with Louie kind of like for his own good. So the story actually begins with Louis with his current boyfriend slash alpha Eric, who has just brought up meeting, well, actually Harry brought it up, but, or I'm sorry, Louis brought it up, but um, they're talking about mating in three weeks during Louis's heat. And that happens to also be the same day that Harry shows up in Louis's life after basically ghosting him for years. And I just loved reading the push and pull between them and, this writer just always does such interesting things with the ABO universe. So if you're looking for something unique, you'll definitely find it here. And of course, there's a lot of hurt going on because as Niall in this fic likes to call this, it's a love triangle. <laughs> um, by the way, Niall is such a fun character in this fic and his banter with Louis is, I mean, that's probably my favorite thing about this fic is this really fun friendship between Niall and Louis. So the next fic is called A Small Matter, A Matter of Trust, and it's by Kings of Everything. It's rated explicit and it's 18,000 words. 
The summary says Harry knows he and his grinder hookup would be perfect together if only he could convince him to give a relationship a chance. Or Harry has a thing for jock straps and Louis likes to wear them. So, this fic is part of this writer's tiny penis fic series. <laughs> and all the fics are standalone fics, though. So, this one is this seven? Okay, I don't have it written down. This is maybe like part seven or something. But this one is maybe my favorite one. Okay, this is also part of one of my favorite collections, um, One Direction fanfic collections. It's called the 1D Dick Prince and Gray Sweatpants Fest or collection or whatever you want to call it. So it's ongoing. So if you ever have a fic for it, though, definitely add it in. Um, so I'm basically obsessed with this fic series, and I'm in particular this fic. It's an absolute delight. I felt like as it, okay, it becomes obvious who Harry's grinder hookup is, and the absolute delight that I felt, I cannot even explain. Just picture me with like the biggest grin as I'm like, <laughs> as I'm like reading. This fic just had so much of what I love, like pining Harry and Louis just does not understand how bad Harry has it for him. And he's making all these dumb decisions based on that. And I didn't even mention the jock straps and the smut, which A plus, A plus smut there. Um, so much fun, but with emotion too. There's definitely like this emotional component to it, which she's so good at doing. Um, so yeah, this is just one of my favorite fic series and one of my favorite fests. And yeah, I absolutely loved it. The next fic on my list is called No Good Unless It's Real. It's by Facking Louie and it's rated explicit in 17,000 words. The summary says, here, Harry says, pulling a strap off his shoulder so he can dig his phone out of his bag. We can get each other's numbers. Louis shakes his head. I have the practice's number already, he tells them, and my number is definitely on file somewhere. Harry pauses, smile quirking a bit as he stares at Louis. The sun is still in his eyes, though, with his sunglasses pushed up onto his head, so Louis credits his funny face to that. I'm trying to give you my number, Louis, Harry explains around a breathy laugh. Oh, Harry, Louis blinks, processing that. He scratches his temple, moves a piece of longer fringe back behind his ear, and then nods, okay. Or Louis is a very busy farmer who's just trying to make it to his next nap, and Harry's the new hot vet that's determined to infiltrate every area of his life. So this fic was written for the Bottom Louis Fic Fest earlier in the year, and if you're looking for something soft to read, this is it. The softest thing ever. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for farm fix and Farmer Louie and this is just wonderful and he's so freaking cute about everything. I mean he helps out with this little league team and okay I'm not going to spoil anything by telling you what the team name is but you need to know what the team name is. And then Harry comes along to this small town as this new vet and basically Harry takes one look at Louie and he's like drooling all over himself which can you blame him? But anyway, he's just like aggressively pursuing Louie and he is so obvious. And Louie's just over here like, wow, I kind of have a crush on the new vet. How embarrassing. And like, oh, I wonder if he even likes me back. And you want to be like, Louie, please. <laughs> You're a walnut. You're an oblivious walnut. 
I love when that happens in a fic. Um, this has all the stuff you'd want in a farm fic too. So there's like this cute little small town atmosphere and a farmer's market and farm animals. And it's just really fun and soft and lovely. The next fic on my list is called There's a Piece of You in How I Dress by Vintage Umbro Shirt on Tumblr. And their AO3 is 28 Sunflowers. It's rated general and it's 5,000 words. Summary says, Harry, your shirt looks better on Louis than on you. Niall teased him like it was usual for Louis to be wearing Harry's clothes. It wasn't. For as long as they have been friends, sharing clothes hasn't been a thing between them. Or hadn't been. Apparently it was now. Five times Louis wore Harry's clothes, and the one time Harry finally wore Louis. So this was a fic written for the 1D5 Times Fic Fest, and it's got five scenes of five different times where Louis wore Harry's clothes, and poor pining Harry was just like pining so hard every time he would see Louis in his clothes. And we're in Harry's point of view in the fic, but I feel like since Louis had never done this before, even though they were like super close friends, I mean, he's obviously trying to give Harry a sign he wants more, but poor Harry. It takes him a while to take the bait. <laughs> this fic was so cute and charming and just really was a great example of that five times formula. And the whole fest was a lot of fun. And this fic was just a really cute one for it. The next fic I have is called Changing Weather for Worse or for Better. And it's by Has to Be Good. It's rated mature and it's 3,000 words. The summary says five times it's raining and one time it stops. So this was another of the fics written for the five times fic fest. And it's like five vignettes of Harry and Louis in an established relationship. And in each scene, it's raining, which is like the theme that's tying these five scenes together, which was just really clever, I thought. And there's a teensy bit of angst, but it's mostly domestic fluff with a really happy ending. So... This is one to read if you're looking for something warm and it's got really lovely writing too. The next fic I have is called Gucci Down to My Drawers and it's by Bino28. It's rated explicit and it's 2,000 words. The summary says Louis has been hired by Gucci to photograph the one and only Harry Styles. The shoot doesn't go quite as he plans, but he isn't complaining, but he isn't coming to complain when all is said and done. Or the five times Louis is innocently caught in a compromising position and the one time it's not so innocent. So this is another fic from the five times fic fest with photographer Louis and model Harry. And it was just really funny and cute where Louis just keeps getting caught looking like he's on his knees for Harry. But it's all for innocent reasons and he's so embarrassed, which is so cute. And then, of course, as the summary says... Uh, the last time they're caught is less innocent. So let's just say that. Um, really a cute, fun fic, just 2,000 words, so definitely worth checking out. And I think this is the, this next one is my last Larry fic here, and it's called Snowballs and Hot Chocolate, and it's by Blue Colored Lou. It's rated general, and it's 2,000 words. The summary says, throwing a snowball at the attractive stranger in the park definitely wasn't what Louis had been planning on doing this Saturday. Okay, so I can't even remember how I came across this fic, but I think maybe there was like a fic post that came across my dash. But I checked it out, and it was just so adorable. Really a cute, 
meet cute kind of fic where Louis takes a chance on throwing a snowball at a cute guy and just so happens the cute guy doesn't back down from a challenge. So very fluffy and a fun read if you're looking for something short and cute. I do have a few rare pairs that are on my fic rec list this month. I already talked about the ZM one. But I do have a Luke fic for you. It's called It's About a Boy. And it's by Miss Refrigerator. <laughs> and their AO3 is My Name is Pia Ivy. It's rated explicit and it's 14,000 words. And the pairing is Louie and Luke Malik, which is one of his childhood friends. The summary says, When a mysterious boy turns your birthday celebration into a night you will never forget... Or when it's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless someone asks for your number and you just don't want the night to end. So this was actually one of my favorite fics from last year and the writer has added a chapter so I was thrilled to see that. And in the first chapter we see Louie and Luke meet. So the fic is actually in Luke's point of view which is super interesting because there aren't that many Louie Luke fics with Luke's point of view. So Louis is basically canon Louis, but Luke is just a stranger who's visiting Vegas for his birthday. And the second chapter deals with what happens after Vegas. So when Louis goes back to London, he starts up communication with Luke, which Luke really did not expect. And then Louis basically shows up on his doorstep. So I love the tension between the characters because they're both pretty skittish with each other, but they're both really into the other. <laughs> It's very cute how they get called out on it sometimes, too. I would gladly take more of this burgeoning relationship, though, if the writer wants to write more of it, just saying. The last fic I have for you in my fic rec is a Zooey fic, and it's called Stuck in an Eternal Spring, and it's by C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-O-N on Tumblr. <laughs> I'm afraid to try to say that. Um, and Flamboyo on AO3. It's rated teen and up, and it's 4,000 words. And of course, Zooey means the pairing is Zane and Louie. The summary says Louie is about to go crazy in the silent solitude of London's lockdown. The only breach into the gray monotony of his days is the hope of catching a glimpse of the dark-haired guy who lives in the building across the street. One night they have their night cigarette together while both in their flats, 20 meters, and an empty, quiet street between them. It becomes a habit, but maybe there's hope for it to become something more. So if you read Rare Pairs, I highly recommend this one. I love when a writer can capture a mood like this. There's this loneliness in the characters that is so palpable in the way the fic is written. Even in the way the fic is divided up, there are these short passages that just leave you with this stark impression of Louis's life in lockdown and how... He's kind of grasped onto this stranger for comfort, even before they've ever spoken. It's really just such a cool fic. And so this is the fic that I've chosen a passage from to read to you because I just hope that it can give you a feel for like the vibe of this fic. It's still sunny out, but the light feels dim inside, filtered by the jungle of green. Healthy plants Zane has everywhere, on the shelves, on the ground, above the TV, cascading over the screen and hiding half of the scene. The plants Louis can see from his window are just a fraction of what is going on inside Zane's flat. 
They hug and touch everything, and they make everything green and smell like outside. It feels like a forest, like a maze. It feels like they're somewhere else now, not in a gray London, but in a flourishing realm where it's just the two of them and time doesn't exist. The sun is still up in the sky as if it has never moved since Louis stepped inside, or maybe as if there's no reason to track minutes and hours when he is with Zane. The world outside them doesn't matter anymore. Louis compliments him for the plants, telling him about how he couldn't even take care of a cactus. He had tried, but he ended up taking it back to his sister's house for how guilty it made him feel. His flat still feels empty, and maybe what it really needed all along was some green. Plants are just like us, Zane tells him. They just need a bit of love and a bit of attention. It's true. Of course it is. But Louis doesn't know if he has to blame how touch-starved he feels for falling a little deeper every time Zane opens his mouth, or if Zane is just as amazing and smart as he looks in Louis's eyes. The warm light steeps the room, making everything appear golden. Zane seems to shine under the sun. Louis has no way of knowing what time it is, and he couldn't care less. So I hope you kind of got a feel for what that fic is like. Um, like I said, if you read Rare Pairs, please check that fic out. Okay, so that's it for my recs this month, but if you want to keep listening, I'm going to talk about all the new fix that were posted on AO3 in April. And these were all fix that were submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. So it's not every single fic that was posted in April, just the ones that were submitted to the blog. But it's still a pretty good overview of what was posted. There are quite a few fix here to talk about. Okay, so I have 15 fics to talk about, and I'm just going to give you like the title and author, the pairing, how many words, rating, and then the summary. And um, that's about it, but I just wanted everyone to be aware kind of what new things are out there this month. So the first fic that was submitted is called To Begin Again. It's by Chloe HL10 on Tumblr. And their AO3 is Love Larry 10. And this is a Larry fic, so Harry Louis pairing 23,000 words, and it's rated teen and up. The summary says I, uh, I'm really sorry for yelling at you like I did. Hey, I deserved it and more. I'm lucky you didn't come and deck me on the nose, Louis said, holding his hands up as if to surrender. Seriously, you went lightly on me. If a crazy dog was leaping around me and my kids, I'd have lost my shit long before you did, and it would have been a lot more sweary than yours as well. Harry laughed at that, quite liking the man now he was getting to know him. This Louis seemed to have a good sense of humor, and his dog was fairly likable too, laying there sound asleep sunbathing. Well, I don't usually lose my temper, so I just wanted to apologize. It's me who needs to say sorry. My stupid dog ate their bloody eggs and on Easter Sunday at that. It's a good job we don't go to church, Cliff, or we'd both be going straight to hell. Nice ears, by the way, I meant to say earlier. Harry's ready to spend a fun Easter morning with his two children at the park, but it's thrown into chaos when an overexcited dog and his owner come barreling into their lives. So, it sounds like Easter theme and kid fix, so... Definitely pick that one out if you are into kid fix. The next one, okay, I am going to skip over any that I actually talked about in my fic rec. 
So the next one was um, a Kings of Everything fic that I actually did read that one this month. So I'm going to skip down to the next one called Are You Proud of Me? And it's by Seda Veneren and it is a Harry and Louis fic, so Larry fic, 2,000 words and rated explicit. And the summary says Louis was completely naked except for a silk scarf that Harry had never seen before. It was tied around his neck like a bow. His lithe body was cast in dramatic shadows as he descended the stairs and all Harry could think was, holy shit, mine, mine, mine. Well, this is a shame. I was hoping you'd keep the boa. Harry blinked in surprise at his voice. He was too caught up in his perfection. What? I guess the leather will do. I do love you dressed in leather. Okay, so clearly like an after Grammys canon fic, I would say, probably. The next fic is called Right Back Home to You, and it's by Behind Me Day. It's a rare pair, and it's Gryles, so Harry and Nick Grimshaw. It's 4,000 words, and it's rated teen and up. The summary says it wasn't the first time Harry and Nick were cut off before they really got started talking. In fact, it seemed to be happening more often than not. Nick had an insane schedule that no rational person would choose, but Harry's was even worse. Between the early mornings on the breakfast show and the never-ending time zone changes of tour, it seemed that Harry and Nick really weren't meant to have any real conversations these days. Or Harry writes Nick a song. Okay, so that also sounds like a canon um, Gryles fic there. The next fic is called Take My Hand, My Whole Life Too by Becky Does Things on Tumblr and their AO3 is Becky Writes Things. It's a Harry and Louie pairing, 44,000 words and rated explicit. You're famous, he asks, deciding to dive straight into the heart of the issue. Harry winces, dropping his gaze to the table. Um, famous is one word for it. Well, that's reassuring. Louis raises an eyebrow until Harry heaves a sigh and continues. How much do you know about the British monarchy? His stomach drops to the floor in a heartbeat, jaw following suit. There's no way that what Harry is insinuating is possible. But as the time ticks by, there's no change in the deadly serious expression on Harry's face, fingers twitching steadily on the table as he waits for Louis's answer. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Or a crazy rich Asian's AU with a royal twist where Harry is a prince, Louis is most definitely not, and there's a royal wedding to attend. Okay, so really, I guess if you are into like movie adaptations, or you like the movie Crazy Rich Asians, or if you like royal AUs, this one might be a good one to check out. The next one is called Forever is in Your Eyes by So Why Let Your Voice Be Tamed on Tumblr. And we are the same on AO3. It's uh, a Harry and Louis fic, 126,000 words, and it's rated teen and up. The summary says Harry looks fragile in the moonlight and Louis stands there pondering, not even sure what it is that he's thinking of. It's all just noise in his head, a mix of melancholy and desire, of longing for something that he doesn't even have a name for. He wants, he wants love. He wants to be held and cherished and have a home, not just a place to lay his head down at night. He wants to be loved the way that Louis had loved creating Harry. He wants his perfect man, but he wants him to be real. He wants Harry to be real. 
His lips press against marble, against something cold and unforgiving, and it's not until his hand comes up to rest against a sculpted neck that his eyes fly open and he stumbles backwards, nearly falling off the stepladder that he'd stood on. Jesus Christ, he whispers, shaking his head and resisting the urge to brush the back of his hand against his lips, erase evidence that isn't even visible to the naked eye. Harry stands there as though nothing has changed, and of course he does, because he's a statue, a statue that Louis has just kissed. Wow, okay, so that sounds really interesting. One of the longer ones on this list, so if you're into something sort of supernaturally sounding to me, you should check that one out. Um, okay, I've got another one stuck in an eternal spring I already talked about. So let's go down to the next one. It's called It's Been So Long by Elsie-B on Tumblr and Elsie underscore B on AO3. It's a Harry and Louis fic, 31,000 words, rated teen and up. I remember seeing this as a Big Bang fic. I suppose a lot of these are Big Bang fics that we'll be getting to here. Um, the summary says Harry Styles' first crush was one of his sister's best friends a certain someone named Louis Tomlinson. And Louis, he just vaguely remembers Gemma's younger brother from back in the day. A lot can change in 10 years. Featuring Niall and Liam as Harry's friends, flirting fluff and flashbacks to the awkward days of high school. Okay, so if you're looking for, oh, I, I really like that um, trope where like one of them is like crushing on their friend's brother and whatever. Anyway, I like that trope. I'll have to check that one out. The next fic is called This Dream Lost by Zanny Scaramouche on Tumblr and Zanny underscore Scaramouche on AO3. It is a pairing of Liam, Louis, and Harry. It's 5,000 words and it's rated mature. So definitely a rare pair there if you're into rare pairs. The summary says it's a dangerous game to play his alpha like this, and it gives Harry a thrill through his spine he's not sure he likes. It'll be worth it, but he doubts he'll be pulling any surprises on Louis for a while after this. He can't fucking stand it as it is, and it's not even really for Louis. It's for Liam. Interesting. We don't get too many, like, Lilluri fix these days. The next fic is also by Zanny Scaramouche, and it's called Mercy, and it's a Niall Shawn Mendes fic, so Shile, 5,000 words, and it's rated explicit. So again, another rare pair if you're into rare pairs. And the summary says, I, Shawn licks his lips, eyes bright and wide with the shock, balls in his court now. He could refuse, step away from the line they're towing and laugh it off, but he doesn't, just like Niall knew he wouldn't because Sean wants this. They both do. And that's what makes it so fucking insane. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds like full of tension. Okay. The next fic is called Blind Faith by Two Tide Ships 2. And it's a Harry and Louis pairing 18,000 words and it's rated mature. The summary says, Harry? Liam prompted. I'm blind. Harry eventually said, trying his best to keep himself from crying. Liam was silent for a few moments before responding. 
That's not exactly news, H. You were blind when I met you a year and a half ago. Have you been in denial this whole time or something? No, Liam, Harry cut in. This is different. I'm not legally blind like I used to say. It's not just my night vision. The tunnel from my tunnel vision has closed. I'm fucking blind. I moved halfway around the world in the hope of finding my soulmate, and it's obviously not happening now. Not even a soulmate is going to want to put up with a blind alpha. Oof. Definitely sounds like my kind of fic. <laughs> okay, the next fic is called The Journal, and it's by Wait Forever on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Recycled Stardust, and also written by Evie Loves You on Tumblr, and their AO3 is For Your Eyes Only 28. It's a Louie and Harry pairing, 14,000 words and rated general. When Harry finds himself purchasing an antique journal in the ancient bookshop of a town he's never heard of, he doesn't exactly want to admit that he has no idea how he got there. A myriad of odd coincidences and a few kind smiles from the shopkeeper have the two of them working hard to solve the mystery of this strange journal that seems to have been waiting for Harry for almost 130 years. Ooh, so that does sound supernaturally of some sort, or like fate and destiny kind of. <clears throat> the next fic is also by Evie Loves You slash For Your Eyes Only 28, and it's called But I'm the Quarterback. I believe this is for Big Bang. Um, it is a Harry and Louis fic, and it's 52,000 words and rated explicit. The summary says Harry Styles is the quarterback of Sonny High's football team, dating the beautiful head cheerleader, and determined to enter his senior year with focus and discipline. That is, until a strange man shows up at his home, makes his girlfriend break up with them, and convinces his parents to send him off to a reparative therapy camp over the summer. At True Directions, Harry meets four other boys and five girls, all there to be cured of their homosexuality. He has to find a way out of this place as soon as possible. Christ, he isn't even gay. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's... <laughs> Got a lot of um, intense topics there, so probably a sexuality crisis fic. The next fic is called Know a Trick or Two by Sada Veneerin. It's a Harry and Louis fic, 45,000 words and rated explicit. And I believe this is also a one uh, Big Bang fic. The summary says the night before Louis is scheduled for a port key to begin training with the Vratza vultures in Bulgaria, he heads into Muggle London for one last night of fun. A few months later, he finds out he's having a child. Eleven years ago, Harry had a one-night stand, and now there's a strange man on his doorstep telling him his daughter is something called a wizard, and she's got a place at the British Wizarding School Hogwarts. AKA the one where Muggle Harry and Wizard Louie have a one-night stand and get more than they bargained out of it. Okay, so like a Harry Potter universe AU here. The next fic is called Until That Day, and it's by Kings of Everything. It's a Harry and Louie fic, 44,000 words, rated explicit. The summary says Harry Styles is days away from walking down the aisle when his previous failed weddings are turned into a public spectacle by jaded London journalist Louis Tomlinson. Hoping to witness Harry leave another groom at the altar, 
Louis heads to Holmes Chapel, where nothing goes as planned, and he finds himself falling for the serial heartbreaker. A Runaway Bride movie AU. Okay, so if you're into, like, movie AUs like that, or you like the storyline of Runaway Bride, that would be a good one to check out. I believe that's also from Big Bang. And as is the last one that I'm going to talk about, this is a Big Bang fic as well. It's called Caught in Your Gravity by Lulu Lawrence. It's a Harry and Louis fic, 63,000 words and not rated. The summary says, it felt like the blood froze in Harry's veins even as he got a bit lightheaded. He hadn't even made it two, pra- made it two practices, only one of which he was remotely in charge of without giving it all away, and now he and Liam were both absolutely fucked. Shit, Harry breathed out. Who all have you told? Does everyone know? I thought I covered it better than that. No, no, Louis said quickly. They'll figure it out soon enough, though, because they'll get used to you changing things up. But you're only going to trip over your so-called Americanisms for so long before they realize it's because you don't actually know fuck all about football. Harry sighed. Yeah, I figured. I just need to bullshit for long enough to allow Liam to get the situation figured out from his end. Right, which brings me to my entire point. I think we can find a mutually beneficial arrangement with all of this. Louis leaned forward. You need to learn the ins and outs of the sport incredibly fast. I can help you with that. What do you want in exchange? Or an AU inspired by a 30-second trailer of Ted Lasso that doesn't actually have much in common with this show at all. Um, so definitely a foot football um, AU. I know this writer knows quite a lot about football, so that would probably be definitely one for any football fans. Um, or if you just happen to like Footy Louie, <laughs> which I do. So um, that is it for this month. I hope you enjoyed kind of hearing about some of the new fix that are coming out this month or that were out this month. Um, along with all the fic recs. So I'm going to try and do that as well for every month that um, we're doing this fic roundup. So hope you enjoyed. Happy reading. Bye.